0: Everyone and welcome to Living at Bellevue. I am your host Monday Young, and today we are going to be talking about goodbyes. I am going to be speaking with Oku Api, who is an award-winning international leader in diversity and inclusion, and also has worked in the corporate field for quite a long time. She has a background. As a lawyer, and because of her interest in people and psychology, she became an international coach as well. She has written several articles and magazine, blogs, and website. And her most recent work, she co-authored a book called She Dares, which tells the stories of 36 women around the globe and how they share their experiences to empower other women. Now, today we're going to be talking about how hard it is sometimes to to live abroad and and sometimes the great things about it but how the constant goodbyes actually affect us and how we can deal with that when we having an international life now oku has visited more than 55 countries and is currently living in dubai and why I chose her today for this subject was because she did a very interesting, heartfelt post on Instagram about having to say goodbye to some friends. And so she's going to share her stories and experience with us today. So I just want to welcome Oku.
1: Thank you so much, Monday. What an introduction. And I hope I can finish the podcast without <laughs> any tears after all this introduction. Uh, thank you for having me. Uh, it's, it's really a pleasure.
0: Yeah, great. I'm so glad you're taking the time to speak with me today. But yeah, I mean, we we had a conversation before because I had interviewed you for some research I was doing on people uh, living abroad. And initially I had wanted to interview you about a totally different subject. I don't know if you remember that.
1: Yeah, yeah. Single mom. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah,
0: about being a single mom. Uh, living in Dubai, which is something that I also find a particularly interesting subject. But um, what made me go ahead and reach out again is that post that you put up on Instagram about having to say goodbye to some people that you really had a great bond with since you've moved to Dubai. Um, So can you tell me a bit about that?
1: Yeah, but for that one, uh, we need to travel back in time to give a better understanding what friendship means to me and to give okay. you a better perspective what happened after my two best friends decided to move from Dubai this year itself. Okay, yeah. so okay, great. Um, back in 2010, I had a very serious car accident. Uh, I was just a passenger in a Colex car and a truck had hit us without, you know, no reason. Um, I literally went out of the window of the car and then saved oh my by gosh. my seatbelt. So I didn't get any injuries physically, but when they took me to the ambulance and they asked me if there was anyone that they could call to pick me up, like an yeah. emergency contact, you know, sure, uh, I had I had to say no, and it's hard to admit, but I was a workaholic single mom. Uh, my kid was two or three years old at that time, and my parents yeah. were living in another city, so I had mm. literally zero contacts from you know in in Istanbul. Yes. Okay. So. In in this particular question was the biggest injury of that incident, but imagine. also one of the biggest awakenings of my life. So in my journey, this was a turning point that gave me the idea of I also need to invest time and energy to build meaningful relationships in my life. Yeah, so, and this is what what I did according to my view. Well, like
0: well, well, you know, I think I think what you say there is quite interesting because I think this conversation is twofold. It's one, like you said, sometimes we we move abroad and especially when we move, uh, you know, if we have children and we have a full-time job, we may not always have the time to make the connections that we want to make. Exactly, exactly. And it can be very difficult to make the deep connections that we want to make with people um, because of that. But if I understand correctly, after your revelation, you understood it's time to invest in this part of my life
1: exactly i mean you can meet with many people right and you can consider them your friends but it's not necessarily always like you know you connected with those people you have this want. Sure. it's 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 very rare yeah. but i think i think i was lucky because when i moved to dubai 4 years ago i knew less than 5 people in the city <laughs> yeah um, but, I, you know, I started to build my uh, relationships through different channels uh, and I met with two amazing friends and those were the people like when you pick up the phone and say hi, they are, they are like, oh, it's a bad day for you or you sound happy what happens. You know this bond. I mean, they immediately they feel can, like how we are yeah. feeling.
0: They have an intuition, like they know when you're in a good mood, when you're in a bad mood, when something's wrong, they can feel it. You don't even necessarily have to say something, it's the way you say things, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I think those are the ones that could be categorized as emergency contacts for the good and for the bad. Yeah. So, and the, I mean, we were all living in the same neighborhoods in Dubai and we spent okay. most of our times together, especially when Corona hits and there was a strict lockdown. Uh, we were supposed to meet in supermarket just to chat, you know, so they become almost like a family to me. I right. think it's important to mention uh, just before the goodbye part, because I just want to emphasize that those weren't like regular friends or something like that. This is where I think we, we start creating our attachment. with Friendship. In sense, between people. Yeah. So long story short, first one found a great job opportunity and decided to move to Asia in March this year. Okay. And I clearly remember my reaction when he told me that he's going. Although I knew he wasn't happy and looking for a job for a long time, my first reaction was, what will happen to me?
0: (laughs) You didn't think about him. You're like, what about me?
1: (laughs) I didn't ask this from a selfish point, but this was a question coming from my child self, basically. Um, I'm always giving the same example to people whom I coach. We all have three selves within us, right? Our child self, adult self, and parent self. And it's super important who is sitting in the driver's seat when there's a big moment in your life you know yeah. it, there's a situation or there's a decision time basically it's it's quite crucial who is sitting in the driver's seat That's and so obviously true. in 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 my example child was sitting there and was curious <laughs> what will happen to her I don't want to lose my friend like you're my best friend <laughs> and um i was like luck- i was still lucky at that point because i was other friend as a backup but yeah. then two months after him Uh, The other best friend decided to be a part of great resignation and full of her dreams all the way to us So which means a good eight hours time difference. Yeah, yeah, yeah Monday that hits me again to the floor to be
0: honest. I can imagine I've been through this I mean, I would say honestly because I could relate so much to that post like I had an emotional reaction to that because I You know, I know that feeling too when you 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 forget that these people aren't going to be there forever you know you forget that sometimes international situations are temporary and you go through building a tribe and these people you can trust and then three or four years down the road they may have a new place to go or a new job or a new post or want new things and you can find yourself i think especially older i would say it that's when it started to change for me a lot because as I got busier, it's like, when am I going to have time to make a whole new group of friends?
1: Yeah. Yeah. And not only for international situations, even for everything in life, it's all permanent. Basically, we are not, we are not in the same situation Mm -hmm. in any way. And we will like people will come and go. It's, it's a reality in life. Basically.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, but I think like the why I feel like it's a little bit magnified when you when you living abroad is because you don't have also any other tribes. your family's not there, um, you know, you know people from your past. it's like and so I feel like when you're abroad, that tribe becomes almost like a family because you're distant from all the things that are familiar to you and these people have become a staple i don't know is that is that the same for you or you feel differently yeah. about that
1: exactly exactly when you are living abroad as you mentioned i mean those people are becomes your instant family basically and mm. you know life is not a straight line right there are many ups no. and downs and it's quite crucial who you are surrounded with uh, you mentioned about book for example I, I never found the courage, although I'm like coaching people, etc. But when you come to yourself, it's very difficult, you know. And mm. I, I never thought I found the courage to write a book. And when when they approached me for this book project, for example, the first thing I, I did to, to call one of those friends, just to say, you know, I am so busy. I don't think I can make time for this book. And he convinced me to write it. So mm. it's very important who you are surrounded with sometimes, you know, just to chat, have an idea, uh, or just to sit and vent out about your problems day by day?
0: Yeah, I mean, I think that that's, you know, I think that's interesting, uh, what you said, because I think today, you know, I want people to get something out of this conversation as to, to understand when you are making friends abroad, what to understand that, you know, that that can be transitional. Um, and that's, i i think it's it's i think you're you know it's understanding you know what you're saying the importance of having a support circle when living abroad that we all need one but it's to understand and have it sort of built into your lifestyle to know that it is going to be transitional so if you become too dependent on two people and those are the only people you, you we have to kind of understand that at some point this is actually going to shift as well
1: exactly actually i like the word of shift because i i didn't like the word of abandonment or like thinking the way they are living you or your life mm. they're mm. adults making decisions for their life and actually you don't need anyone to exist as an adult maybe you need <laughs> protection and be, being cared of as a kid uh but as an adult you don't need this right so you are you are quite independent if if we can we can make um you know make those two things separate from each other like emotionally connected to someone and being independent from this emotion i think life becomes much easier
0: i think i mean i don't know i think i think it all depends on the type of person you are also i think some people can do that easier than others i'm someone who is an extremely social person like I feel like I need people to live like I, I love spending time alone because you know, I also have a career and I like writing and you know, in different passions and I do need a lot of time alone. But when I come out of that cave, like I want there be to be a group of people there for me to go out with, you know. <laughs> it's like, or to yeah, yeah,
1: I, I to get their
0: opinions something. and their perspective, and you know, if you had a, a bad experience, just someone who, like you said, to encourage you, comfort you, um, so you don't feel alone, you know, in in what it is you're going through.
1: This is this is something new for me, and I'm trying to discover <laughs> everything <day> about this. <laughs> yeah, but I'm I'm enjoying so far. I can say.
0: Yeah, and maybe that's why your post was so honest, um, because I, I I felt like you know this is this is a painful experience for her, and it's you know I mean you understood that you're not losing the person, but we're losing that proximity that easy access right that's what that's what we're that's what we're losing like picking up the phone and like can you free for lunch or you know what are you doing this weekend or maybe you stop by for a drink it's like you're it's like you're really mourning that lack of access you get to have to this very special person
1: yeah I, i like the word word of i i'm a word person so i like the word of proximity as well look, it's not at the end of the world, right? People yeah. who you have a true bond stays in your life one way or the other. And we, mm. are, in a, we are living in a very well-connected world today. Like we have FaceTime, Zoom, WhatsApp. But yeah, you are losing the proximity, basically. Like I, I can't call them right? Yeah. But yeah. we have an eight or six hours difference with yeah. each of them. You could call them,
0: but your hot gossip has to wait for eight hours. You're like, ah! Exactly. <laughs>
1: and, you, and you lost your passion or, you know, excitement yeah. about any topic.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. I know that. My best friend lives in California and we have a nine hour time difference and it's so annoying. Yeah. <laughs> it's so annoying. But I want you to 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 say what do you think is a is what is some way i would say putting your coach hat on why do you think we attach to some people in situations and sometimes we don't like i mean i don't know for you like we have both lived in in different countries before there are countries where i've been able to establish really deep friendships and some i haven't been
1: look i think as we discussed a few minutes ago when you are living abroad the people in your life take a very important role in your life as well mm. because they mm. are the only support that you are getting. Even for smaller things or bigger issues, those are the only close contact or in, in your words like proximity, you have the access to those people. That's why it, it creates a kind of, you know, attachments because you don't know what will happen when you don't have the support. Or yeah. in, your, in your brain, you started to fear of, you know, Staying alone, basically. And what we need to realize maybe, and what I realized obviously in the last three, four months is even like being alone in a foreign country, nothing is happening because you are an adult. I mean, you can take care of yourself. You can deal with the problems and you don't actually need anybody's support. I really like uh, a video by Mal Gibbons. Gibbon, mm-hmm. So she was talking about fear and excitement are exactly the same feelings but according to how we label them, our reactions keep changing. Yeah. Um, so when when you think in that way, because we, we are so much afraid in our brains that we will lose people and we will go through the pain, etc. And we are creating this, you know, illusion, uh, illusion of suffering. Of this, yeah, illusion of the suffering. Although when it really happens, you, you continue to breathing and your life is like normally <laughs> continuing, you know? Yeah.
0: Well, I think I think the important thing, you know, I'm a huge Mel Robbins fan, also, you know, and you know, I would say one of the things that she talks about a lot is, you know, mindset and being prepared. I think if you're prepared for what the experience, you know, is yeah. is, you know, if you when you enter a friendship with anyone and you're abroad, is to understand that that could shift, that you need to already prepare your spirit to allow, to, to love that person with a loose grip, that this is an experience we get to have together. And I don't know how long that is going to be for. So I'm just going to try to enjoy it as much as I can and make it as valuable as I can, because we don't know how long we have. And if I can prepare myself to be open to that transition, like you said, those goodbyes change to just to instead of a goodbye. It's just that now our relationship is going to change, and I and I knew that was going to happen someday.
1: This is why in in the Instagram post also I mentioned that there is no goodbye between really good friends. It's just you hmm. know see you soon, and how soon it's not sometimes in our control, yeah. but it's just yeah. really see you soon. Yeah.
0: yeah, another thing I wanted to talk about is how do we because sometimes sometimes you, you can lose people just because, like you said, we're adults and we have busy lives. And and sometimes you move, you can move so far and so that you just end up, even people you really liked and who you really had a great connection, that sometimes I feel when you get older, you only have so much space. And oh. sometimes you can lose people that you are really close to. So. What would you say, I mean, in the, in time of your traveling, I'm sure you've lost some people and how do you deal with that? Or how do you coach people to deal with if they're feeling, they don't feel that transition vibe, they feel loss.
1: Look what works for me. And this is what I always advise to people whom I coach as well. Like I I like to, I like to carry the stories with me within me mm. Mm. so what i mean by that if there is something common that you enjoy together with your friends etc like i am doing it on by my own basically mm. Mm. and i'm enjoying the same way according to my view it's it's in a sense to make it live in your brain right so because yeah. you are you you are having the same emotions and feelings but if you really want to you know let go like there, there are some certain things that i applied and it worked with for me first of all Like, allowing yourself to consume the emotions. Mm. Because, you know, allow yourself to be sad, disappointed, fearful, whatever you are feeling. Just permit yourself to overcome these emotions. Um, And don't rush yourself to heal. Because when you consume the emotions, you will automatically feel better. But if you will rush, you will most probably uh, faking your emotions and it will not work. Because Mm. actually you, you feel worse because you know that you are not okay with him. So just right. love yourself, take some days off, do something that you like or don't do anything at all. Just stare at the wall.: Yeah don't yeah, watch some Netflix to anyone yeah. yeah. Just totally disconnect from outer world and connect with your emotions but and this is a very important but, also don't victimize yourself. I mean, people can come and go from your life to your life, but your life is yours at the end of the day.
0: Mm.
1: And your life is not what happened to you. So it's very easy to get trapped and say things like, oh, this happened to me and life not will, be, will not be the same again. Yes, life will not be the same again, but it doesn't necessarily mean that it will be worse. So this is up to you. Either you can continue to lose your time, which is very valuable, uh, stuck there with these emotions, or you can move on. And this is always like, you know, this is where our adult self is coming to the picture, basically. So we, we have the control in our emotions, in our mindset, and we always have a choice. I think we need to keep uh, reminding this. And the third one, you also mentioned this a little bit, try or learn something new. It really helps me. Mm. I, I, never, I never thought about it before, but like good friendships also brings a bit of, you know, stickness. Yeah. You always want to do things together, hang out sure. together. It's, mm-hmm. it's nice but it also limits your options to meet with new people or mm-hmm. try anything new so one thing worked really well with me was instead of focusing on pain uh, in some certain point i decided to focus on opportunity basically and That's i right. enroll a wine class i finally finished my writing project and start meeting with new people and mm-hmm. start enjoying it you know without mm-hmm. feeling guilty
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think, I think another thing that you said, you know, like emotions can be very overwhelming and, and taking that time to process them because they're like waves, you know, they can start off big, but at some point, you know, the waves are going to calm. And, you know, that sea storm is going to become waters, but it needs time to go through the process. Um, I would say the only thing I would add to what you said is that, you know, labeling your emotions and, and asking yourself what triggered, you know, like, it's like, I, okay, I'm, I'm going to miss that person. Well, what does that mean? What are, what am I going to miss? I'm going to miss talking or miss, you know, going out or this it's like, so that you understand what resources you need to supply yourself. Once you've gone through the, the transition of mourning, the, the transition of this friendship, you need to understand why it was so important and what you're feeling. And do you, are you feeling abandoned? And is that because of that person? Or that's just something that happens when people have to transition in and out of your life? And just to make sure that the past isn't piggybacking on the back of... Uh, of friendships. And so you don't, so you, we don't fall into that victim mode. Like you were talking about, we're like, why does this always happen to me? It's like, it doesn't yeah. just happen to you. It happens to all of us, you know? So
1: yeah.
0: understanding, you know, and labeling your emotions helps you de-stress, you know, scientifically proven the moment you can label an emotion, you de-stress. So taking the time to do that, like she said, in, you know, discovering what you're really feeling, allowing yourself to process that and you know what is the real where is that real sadness coming from and how can i support myself and it normally comes out of the information of what that person gave you and why that is so important to you
1: yeah yeah exactly
0: so i want We're unfortunately we have just zipped through this interview and we are coming towards the end but i want to take this last couple of minutes to talk about your book um, um, the book that you co-authored with these other other 35 women so give us a give us a little bit about tell us the name of the book Where people can find it, what's it about?
1: Um, Basically, it was a book project uh, where 36 women around the globe contributed with their stories because, you know, women have a tendency to inspire other people's stories. Hmm. So Hmm. I I personally truly believe that it's also important to share our stories because our stories and experiences have a power as well. So, what we did is like everybody shared their stories in a book project uh, to empower other women um and i think people can find it uh, on amazon with the name of she there's um
0: okay and, and i'll I'm make glad sure i put be a link to that. that and how long did it take you guys to to do this project
1: well for me i mean as i mentioned i was so panicked when i got the offer to write because i was quite busy i wasn't sure if i can make it uh, i consult to my friends and he advised me to write and then i go for a walk and write immediately <laughs> everything uh. i'm supposed to read so yeah. for me, it was it was very. I think my my story's name is Forty Years, Forty Seconds because also in life I believe that like some some experiences bring you to a point that you are just ready to do more. Yeah. So I think yeah. for me, writing the story is one of the examples of it. So I was ready like internally. So I just put them into the words or convert them into the words. Uh, but in total, the book project took around eight months from you mm-hmm. know editorial part. Experience.
0: That's not bad. Yeah. Um,
1: yeah. And it was quite a good experience.
0: Well, thank you so much um, for coming and sharing your story and your experience. And I hope for people listening that this, you know, just knowing that we all go through the saying goodbyes or transitions, however you uh, like to say that, and that, you know, it is something that we have to emotionally prepare ourselves for as being people who, who, who live abroad, where that is just more frequent for us, and um, I'm going to put the link for um, Oku's books, "The Third uh, She Dares," that's written by the 36 women in her contacts. Should you want to get in touch with her, she is, you know, to find other information about her coaching or other articles and things that she has written. So, thank you so much.
1: Thank you and- very much.
0: You're welcome. And I want to thank everyone for listening. And we look forward to speaking with you next time. Bye, everybody.